Hello and welcome to another episode of the United Podcast. This one is a bit different to what we usually do because obviously there's only one story around Manchester United right now and that is the arrival of Eric Ten Hag. So we're doing something slightly different. Obviously there's uh, an interview he's done. It's his first interview he did it with Manchester United and he did it with our very own Pete Mullenstein, who you know because she's been on the podcast before. She was with us when we spoke to Katie Zellum. So right now she's with us. Pete, how are you? Hello, I'm really good, thanks. Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure. Uh, we don't have Maisie and we don't have Helen. And for the sake of this, probably easier. <laughs> Just don't tell them. <laughs> yeah, you don't need too many people asking you questions about when you were asking some questions. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So uh, first question I want to ask is, the Netherlands has a population of like 17 and a half million people. Have you met each other before? Me and Erik? Yeah. No, no, I've never met him before. He was, a, he knows my family. He knows my dad and he knows my brother because my younger brother plays football in Holland. So he's played against Erik Ten Hag's Ajax uh, this season and the past two seasons. So he was aware of my brother. So when we met, we had a nice conversation about that. He was keeping an eye on him as well. So um, yeah, but it was the first time I met him. And I have to say, he was a very friendly man. It was obviously really nice that we were able to introduce each other in Dutch we were able to speak to each other in Dutch so um, I think that sort of relaxed both of us a little bit and um, of course it's an interesting situation for him because it was the first time sort of for him being in the UK and he was doing a lot of meetings at that point so it was nice just to sort of take a moment take a breath and just sort of you know get to know each other a little bit before we started the interview. I think that was a lovely answer really concise and really well put but everybody will have missed it because they'd all been thinking Erik is that how we pronounce his name? Yes. Yeah, so in Dutch, we say Erik ten Hag. Okay. So that's, but I actually, you know, it's one of these things because my name, I anglicise my name as well. So that I think his name's probably going to be anglicised to Erik ten Hag, isn't it? So, you know, you will probably have to ask him what he prefers. <laughs> what would your name be? Pien Merlenstein. Ah. Oh, so he's got Pien, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, because in Eng- I actually quite like that it's in, in English, it's Pien Moulinstein. So it rhymes. Oh, you know? yeah, that's nice. That's a rhyming. Whereas in Dutch, mm. it's Pien Moulinstein and it doesn't rhyme. And it's just a bit more difficult to say. So. Moulinstein Merl- is not more difficult to say. That's easy. We should all just be saying your name right. Well, maybe. Maybe. I'm just one of those people that, you know, whatever, whatever people say goes. Okay, I'm happy well, with whatever. <laughs> Thierry Henry always got Thierry Henry. So maybe we should be doing Eric. Yeah. Eric Den Haag. Okay, right. For this, for all of this, we're going with Eric. Am I saying it right? Yeah, perfect. Perfect, right, great. So, um, how prepared, how excited were you to sit down with him knowing that everybody in the world is going to watch this? Do you know what? When I get things like this, when there's big moments um, that happen to me, I try not to think about how many people are going to be watching it or how many people are going to try and tune in because that would really freak me out. But I was obviously really um, honoured that they asked me and really excited to be able to speak to him and be one of the first people to speak to him because, um, you know, I followed his career when he was at Ajax for a long time. And I think what he did at Ajax was brilliant. The way, you know, he came in halfway through the season there, and he changed the way that Ajax were playing. You know, he won a couple of league titles with them. And speaking to a couple of Ajax fans when I was there, you know, they were really happy with the job that he did. And they send him on, you know, they give him his best wishes to go to Manchester United, which I think is a nice thing. So I was really looking forward to just hearing the stories that he had, really, just to see, you know, what he's going to bring to Manchester United, to talk about what he wants to change as a manager and how much he thinks he's changed as well from four years ago when he first started at Ajax and how much that experience will help him at Manchester United. So, yeah, it was 
Uh, really exciting. I mean, I literally could have sat there for like two hours and carried on talking to him. But obviously, the man is a busy man now. Yeah, for but sure. he's the manager of Manchester United. So we had um, we did get a good chunk of time with him though. We had about half an hour, which was which was fantastic. And he was you know he was really generous with his time too. So that was good. That's awesome. And obviously, before before this interview, after it had been confirmed that he was going to be our new manager, you went on a little scouting mission to Amsterdam to find out a bit more about him. What kind of stories did you get? Yes, that was fun. So we went um, last week to the game Ajax against Heerenveen, which was the game where Ajax won the league title. And that was fantastic because, of course, the atmosphere already was brilliant. All the Ajax fans knew they were going to win the league. There wasn't really much doubt in there. There was a, there were a couple of nervous fans, but I think they sort of realised that they had had it wrapped up anyway. Um, so the atmosphere was brilliant. We were out and about for quite a long time before the game talking to a couple of fans and they were all just sort of, you know, really sad to see him go, but also really excited to see what he can bring to Manchester United. I think that's one of the big things as well in Holland is obviously you've got Ajax, which is a massive club, but Manchester United is, is another scale, you know. They they are just world-renowned Manchester United. So I think for a manager like Erik ten Hag, who has done such a good job at a huge club like Ajax, to move to another huge club like Manchester United. I think most of the fans are really looking forward to seeing what he can do. And I'm sure a lot of them will follow his journey as well. And it could well be that if he gets Manchester United back in the Champions League, that they'll be facing each other, which we did talk about in the interview. So he was quite excited to do that because he said if they do face each other, then and then part one of his job is ticked off that he's got uh, got Manchester United back into the Champions League. So we'll see. We'll see if he can do that. But we also spoke to a couple of journalists as well. That was really interesting to get an insight because obviously they followed him really closely for four years and they were interested to see how the change from managing in the Eredivisie to the Premier League would be on him. That's obviously a massive jump. And also, I guess, just to see how he can manage different types of players, the different types of players that he's got at Manchester United. Because a big thing at Ajax is obviously building up younger players and then selling them on. And it's happened so many times, hasn't it? You know, there's so many Ajax players have gone on to do great things. And that's one of the similarities, I guess, with Manchester United is they are, you know, they have big focus on their youth squads and, and developing players. And, you know, you can see that with the homegrown talent that is at Manchester United. So I think that's one of the big things that the journalists were saying is is one of his sort of strong points is that he's really good at coaching those those players and you know making big careers for them and of course for the players that are currently there too and the the big stars and that's one of the things isn't it just to make the Manchester United work together as a team and work together as a team the way he wants them to play as well so yeah looking forward to seeing what he does who isn't and you gave us a little teaser there about what he said about coming up against Ajax so let's listen to the man himself here is your full conversation with Erik Ten Hag, and when it's done, we'll come back and we'll get a bit more from you after. Erik, welcome to Manchester United. How do you feel about starting this new chapter in your career? I would say the word exciting um, to go into. Uh, I really look forward to, to do this job in this club. That's a fair story, and we want to restore it uh, where it belongs. What excites you most about this opportunity at managing at this club? I think many. Um, first of all, we want to make the fans bright. Second, of course, we are in this moment, uh, the current situation is obviously not that good. And so it's a big challenge. Um, I want to 
built constructed team uh, who is battling for each other, who are uh, unified uh, and who will get results. And also uh, we are playing in the theater of dreams. We want to entertain, uh, but in the end, uh, the intention is to play fantastic football. But if we cannot fantastic football, we still have to win. It was only last week, your last game at Ajax. You're already here in England. What made you want to come so quickly? You know, you didn't take a break, have you? You've literally come straight after finishing with Ajax and now here at Manchester United. Yeah, when you season, um, you have to prepare. And when you are in a club, you, um, as I will say, it's a continued process. Um, you're working on next season and still you are in the current season. But uh, we didn't have the time now and now we close the season and now I'm coming over to, uh, to meet people, um, to ro roll out a strategy, to um, uh, prepare, prepare pre-season, um, uh, prepare staff and prepare a squad. There was a lot of people that really liked your long-term vision for this football club. What can you share with us about what you see in the future for Manchester United? It's first accept the current situation, but also know uh, uh, one year ago, uh, this club, this team was second in the Premier League. So there is potential. Now, now it's up to us to get that out. And yeah, it's a process. It will take time. Uh, but I'm, con I'm convinced uh, we will come to that point that we get success and uh, we have to work hard and it has to be based on the right philosophy and strategy. Short term then, what are you seeing happening in the next few weeks? Well, first we have a break, <laughs> but uh, yeah, then we will start uh, pre-season on the 27th of June and then I will get a, f uh, a few of the squad, so of the individual players, of the squad. Um, of course, uh, we want to, in certain positions, we want to renew the squad, but I'm looking forward. I think, as I said, for one year, this squad was second in the league. So there's potential. So I'm really looking forward uh, to cooperate with the squad. Yeah, well, speaking of the players then, how much are you looking forward to getting to know them and working with them closely as well? That is uh, really and uh, so exciting uh, to. Uh, it's also for me. It's of course new. Huh? I was a long time, uh, four and a half years in Ajax, and we had a great time. But yeah, uh, now it's a new start also for me, and we have to build it up from from the bottom. Uh, so uh, on zero, and I have to build. Uh, and starting a new relationship with the squad, with my players. How important is it then for the players to make sure that they impress you over the summer to get the best out of the squad that you've got? Yeah, that is what I expect. I have high expectations uh, for myself uh, and that is also what I demand for my squad. They have to cooperate together and they have to give the every day the best. And I would say this, for me, good is not good enough. Uh, we have to do better. In terms of a couple of the players, we've got a few players that used to play at Manchester United, of course, linked with Ajax as well. One of them being Edwin van der Sar, of course, a Manchester United legend, also an Ajax legend. What have you spoken to him about joining Manchester United? Yeah, we had um, 
some conversations about it. Eh? Um, actually, normal. He was the first one and that I told uh, I'm leaving Ajax and I will go to Manchester United. So um, I think in his emotion, he's still Manchester United. Uh, he's a fan. Uh, he is uh, the biggest fan, maybe, eh? especially in, in Ajax. But he has to lead Ajax in this moment. And I'm sure he will always support Man United. He will support me eh? as long as we are not uh, playing against Ajax. <laughs> it could happen though, couldn't it? <laughs> I hope, because that will tell us that we are in the Champions League and we have to return as quickly as possible back in that competition. Manchester United is, of course, a club with such rich history. There's, you know, there's so much history behind this club. Are you looking forward to learning more about that when you, you know, go to Old Trafford, when you go to uh, the training complex as well, and just seeing how it all works there? Of course, I, um, I know the history for Man United. I, I know the, the big times. I know the, the audience, uh, the vibe, what can be. Uh, on Old Trafford, I, I watched them in their big times eh, when Sir Alex was in the lead, when they were really successful uh, times, when they win titles, when they were dominating Europe, but also before uh, Sir Alex, eh, Man United already was a big club. I know like uh, names like Busby, uh, Charlton, uh, uh, that uh, give uh, uh, Man United a presence to, to the outside world uh, from uh, winning. Uh, and winning in a spectacular way. Winning so they entertain people, but I think the most what stays with me is there was always a fighting culture. And they fight together and they get success. You've never faced Manchester United before, is that right? You've never played them before? No. Have you ever been to a game at Old Trafford though? Have you ever seen it there? No. Are you looking forward to going for the first time? Of course. And I just mentioned the vibe, what is in the stadium. And of course, I want to get that experience. And the fans who will be behind, the ambience, what's in Old Trafford, that would be fabulous. And I'm really looking forward to get that experience. What will it be like for you when you first walk out that tunnel and you see those 70,000 fans that are ready to welcome you to Old Trafford? I don't know. <laughs> I have to wait for that moment. And, um, but what they uh, can expect is that, yeah, that uh, I will give my best. I will do everything what's necessary to get Man United back where they belong. Was it always an aspiration of yours to manage in the Premier League? I'm not a dreamer and I'm living by the day and, uh, and I, so I give my best and I make my decisions based on clearness and from there on, uh, so and logical and we need a good uh, concept and we need the right people around. And then when we then do everything we have, every day, uh, we will get success. And that is the point, and uh, then you will see where you will end. And uh, yeah, live by the day, and focus on titles, and don't dream about uh, other things, uh, what can happen in the future.
Well, let's talk about Ajax a little bit because it was quite fresh when you just won the league only a couple of weeks ago. And how important was it for you to sign off your season at Ajax with winning the league? It's all about that. It's all about winning titles. And so when you start um, a project, what we did in Ajax, and the project was I had to make Ajax Europa proof and we want to be back on, in the top in Holland. And in that time I started PSV was on top and we changed it. In the last four years uh, we were the number one uh, continually and so I'm happy and satisfied that we achieved that purpose. And so it was important also to finish in my last season as number one and there was uh, PSV also final where huge competitors, but finally we won the battle and it's all about that. And what was for you your greatest achievement at Ajax in your four years there? I think difficult to choose, but that you are continually number one, eh? but um, our juniors in Europe were magnificent and I really enjoyed and of course in my first holy season uh, we achieved the semi-final and I think that was the best performance. Uh, I think it was a, a really good performance because it's not that easy for a club in Holland, not that, uh, not that big league uh, to compete with the European top clubs and we did and we had some magnificent results and finally we were short before the final but I think it was a magnificent journey we had and also I think the, the football we played, uh, we really enjoy it and I believe also the audience in Europe, they enjoy it. Is there a game then in particular that you look back on and you think that is exactly the way that I wanted my team to play? Yeah, of course there are, um, but you never can compare teams and but the way um, we did it, and that is with dominant um, dictating football. Yeah, that is the way I want to act in Man United as well. But finally, uh, the competences, the quality of the people, so from the players, decided uh, how you have to play. Do you find as well that when teams come to Ajax and they play Ajax, it's a little bit like they're playing, it's a cup final because when teams come to Old Trafford, they play against Manchester United, it's a big occasion. Did you see that as well when you were managing Ajax? I think that's the comparison. And uh, I have been in Bayern Munich, I have been in Ajax, now I come to uh, Man United and I know uh, our, uh, our opponents are highly motivated, they are over-motivated uh, to beat Man United and uh, yeah, we have to be ready for that, to, to go in that battle uh, and even if they are over-motivated, uh, we have to uh, be more. We always have to be more willing to win the game than the opponent. There are quite a lot of similarities between Ajax and Manchester United as a club in the sense that they are big on bringing younger players through the system, they are committed to attacking football, there's a big legacy behind both clubs as well. Do you feel the similarities are there when you join Manchester United? Yes, uh, already we, in your uh, question before, there is a similarity 
uh, opponents, highly motivated, but also uh, attacking football. Uh, in uh, we are playing in the theater of dreams. We have to entertain the opponent. So we want to play an opponent's half. We have to do the attacking football. We uh, have to do uh, the pressing, uh, the total high, high pressing. That is uh, similarity. Also the adventure of football, and also I think. Uh, like Ajax, Man United bring up and has a history in bringing up young talents into the first team. Ajax and, and United are clearly both teams with very clear identities as clubs, but how is important is it for you to bring your footballing philosophy to Manchester United? No, it don't have to go over my football. Uh, it's about the Man United football and it's about the Man United identity and philosophy. And I think uh, you pointed it. Uh, it has to go about attacking football and so we have to uh, bring structures in the way of play that we can play attacking football. You described Ajax as a fighting machine, is that how you want to build this United team as well? Always. Huh? In everywhere I was in my career uh, I have high demands on my players and I expect them to fight had to give 100% and so I already mentioned only good is good enough. Uh, no, not even that, we have to do better and they have to cooperate. Uh, they have to unify, uh, to form a team and to battle the opponent. How would you describe your coaching style to someone that say hasn't been following Dutch football? I want to win. Uh, winning is the most important but also I have the intention to do that in a certain way and in an attacking way. But if we cannot do it like that, we still have to win. So that is what we have to put in our team, in our team value. If you were to ask some of the former players that you managed, what would they say about the way that you coach? I think that they will confirm that we play attacking football and that my players are convinced that, that, uh, that it is a way to win games and to win titles. When you were playing, how, when did the switch happen when you thought, actually, I, I would quite like to be a manager in the future? Honestly, I was, as, as a player already, half a manager. I, I, I always had already the communication with the manager and so uh, I, and many trainers uh, I had a good connection with and they used me um, on the field uh, as, as a communicator and to bring up uh, the vision they had they want to bring over to the team. Were there any coaches or role models that you had in your early career as a manager and as a player that inspired you to be the manager that you are today? Yeah, many huh? and because from uh, you learn a lot from your opponents, uh, from uh, where you had battles with, uh, from uh, from the teams, but also from the managers, from for uh, a lot of methods of work they they do. And when you have to write reflection, uh, you learn. So they inspire me. There's one manager he will be coming up against in Pep Guardiola at Manchester City. I know you worked with him at Bayern Munich. Are you looking forward to going up against him this time? Yes, I really look forward and, and uh, I admire him for 
the way he wants to play. And I think he brings really um, joy to the people, uh, not only for his own club, but for many others. And he has also in, uh, inspired me uh, by the way he wins titles. Uh, but also I look forward to battle with him. Would you describe yourself then as a little bit of a, a football obsessive? Do you go home, watch every game, or do you give yourself a little bit of, of time away from yeah. it? Yeah, of course you need time to relax, huh? to, to gather energy. But in the end, um, a manager is 24-7. And yeah, you live from football. And uh, if you uh, want to prepare a season if you have to prepare a team for, uh, and it's going from game to game and we have to play every three days a game so it's a lot about football and you sleep uh, and you live football. What does Eric do to relax? What do you like to do in your off time? I'm off time, my family. Yeah. Uh, um, spending time with my wife, with my kids, our dog um, and a little bit sport. Uh, like like jogging or hiking or uh, golf, uh, things like that. There's plenty of hiking and golfing to do in Manchester, so Good. you'll be absolutely fine with Good. that. Have you um, started house hunting yet as well? A little bit, uh, but uh, we have not been in Manchester, uh, but uh, we will visit it in a short notice and then we will look around and find the right place. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's a great place to live, so I'm sure you'll uh, you'll have a good time. Um, let's talk about the future a little bit, because, of course, one of the things that everyone looks forward to is the announcement of the Premier League games that will be released on the 16th of June. Are you one of those managers that waits for the, the fixtures to come out and looks at some of the fixtures that are coming up? That last, yes, of course, because that is, uh, that is the league league plan for us and uh, from there on we have to to draw um, a strategy clear but I'm not waiting home for who we uh, uh, who, who we will face as first or second huh? no I will notice and then uh, we will we will face them I'm sure one of the, the, well, a couple of the clubs that you'll be looking at are the big teams like Liverpool and, of course, the Manchester derby against Manchester City. How excited are you to take charge in those games, which means so much to the Manchester United fans? Yeah, of course. And that are, uh, uh, yeah, are exciting games uh, because you get challenged by the best managers, by the best players and really looking forward But our uh, I think every game is a challenge and in every game uh, you can get a three points uh, so you have to prepare every game uh, well and uh, yeah, I repeat myself and of course that uh, are the, the biggest challenges and uh, it's really exciting but I'm really looking forward to every game and we have to go from game to game and don't look um, forward too far no, I live by the day and uh, first game is always the most important game. And I guess from that begins the preparation and part of the preparation is the pre-season. So when does the pre-season start? 27th of June. Are you looking forward to getting uh, all the players together? The, not all the players will then uh, 
big coming in uh, because the ones who play internationals uh, will have a longer break uh, because they play longer in this in this current se um, uh, season but of course I'm really looking forward uh, gives a lot of motivation gives a lot of joy uh, to meet him I'm really looking forward to it and and then uh, we need the preseason uh, to get the team ready for the start for the start of the season there's no doubt that this past season has been a really difficult one for Manchester United. What will be your message to the players when you first do get together with them? That we have to accept the current situation, but also um, that um, that they are have a good potential. Uh, a year before, uh, uh, this team was second in the league. Just the potential is there. Um, learn the lessons from this season. Uh, so we have to analyze clear what went wrong and uh, from there on work hard, uh, get a team and fight the opponents. Three of the four games in your pre-season tour will be against Premier League opposition. How useful will that be to prepare for the Premier League season ahead? Useful, yes, definitely, because we have to get a way of playing. And so we have to present um, our way of play and with our way I mean the Man United way uh, but we will give uh, rules and principles so we're bringing in structures so we use that uh, opposition to bring in the structure we want together and so uh, that is be useful to get a good start in the season. What targets will you be setting for the upcoming season? Oh, um, I said this is the project to uh, bring Man United back on top. But also we have to accept the current situations we are in. And uh, first of all, uh, Man United belong in the Champions League. So that will be the first target. And I, I was going to say about the wider season as well, there's so many other things to play for, as you mentioned, Europe as well, there's domestic cups like the FA Cup, the League Cup too. How important is it to get that silverware? Important. And for me, every game is important. And we want to win every game. And that has to be the attitude from, from everyone. Uh, the players in front, but also staff and all the other ones in the club that every game is important and we will give every game our best to win them and to come forward. And then just finally, what would you like to say to the Manchester United fans? I'm happy that I will be here and I will give my best and uh, I hope and I expect that I can make them proud again, that uh, we, reach, uh, we restore Man United there where they belong. And I will do and I give my best and I will take the decisions what is necessary to get there. Well, we're really happy to have you here and all the best for the season ahead. Thank you. I love how much he talks about winning. Like he, he's so focused on it, isn't he? It seems like that's the thing. It's not about him, it's about winning. Yeah, I think that's one of the big takeaways that I got from him, um, especially when I asked him that question about 
walking out to over 70,000 fans at Old Trafford for the first time because that will be an experience and that, you know, the atmosphere will be fantastic. The first game back of the season at Old Trafford, you know, who doesn't want that experience? But it was really interesting, his answer, because he sort of downplayed it a little bit and he was like, you know, we'll just, we'll see what happens. And from when I was having the conversations with the journalists when I was in Amsterdam, that was one of the big things that they said about him was it's never about him. He doesn't care for it to be about him. You know, he has the job and his job is to lead a football club and a football team. And that job is at Manchester United. And that's what he will focus on. And, you know, you as we all get to know him more as Manchester United manager, I think we'll be able to see his incredible focus. He spoke about how much of a, you know, he's a little bit, you know, football obsessed, which I guess you have to be, don't you, if you're a football manager. But, you know, he has his times where he likes his downtime and that kind of thing, but he knows exactly what he needs to do and he's just so focused. And I think the fact that he's so focused and the fact that he doesn't care about the limelight being on him, you know, and just wanting to make sure that he's getting his team playing the way that he wants them to is going to be, you know, probably play in his favour, really. Absolutely. I mean, it's ultimately what he said, isn't he? When you said, how important is it for him to get his style into Manchester United? And he sort of was like, no, it doesn't matter at all. Yeah. That was interesting too, because I suppose every manager has their own style, don't they? And every manager has, you know, their own football philosophy and this kind of thing. And, you know, he will, that will be a focus of his. It will be because he spoke about, you know, having that attacking football and, you know, wanting to win. And that was, you know, when I was listening to him, you you sort of start listening to Sir Alex Ferguson again, because that was always his, you know, way, you know, you, you go for it every game, you go for it. You don't, you're never scared. You, you, you attack every opponent, you know, you play this attacking style of football. You are, you want to win. Your, your mentality is to win at all times. And that is the way that he is. So, I, you know, there's no doubt that he will, try and get his style of football in there. But I think sort of the the moral of his story is that it needs to be a team effort and everyone at the club needs to chip in and help. It can't just be one person because it it never is in football. Football is a team sport and um, he knows that. And I think that's sort of the message that he was trying to say. Absolutely. Also, I mean, he said he's never been to Old Trafford before for a game, but obviously he talked about Sir Alex. He mentioned that he knew about Sir Matt Busby and Sir Bobby Charlton. So, He's sort of got a really good concept of what he's doing already in terms of the history of the club and what all those people mean to the club. Yes, when we when I asked him about Edwin van der Sar and obviously them, you know, Edwin van der Sar being a legend at United and also at Ajax, he said that he was one of the first people that he spoke to and told that he was leaving Ajax and going to Manchester United. And it was really nice actually that he said about, you know, Edwin is still a huge United fan. He's got Manchester United in his heart. And I think the fact that he's surrounded by people like that, mm-hmm. you know, he's got Daily Blint as well, who's playing for Ajax at the moment, but then, you know, he let Donny van der Beek go to Manchester United when he was the manager at Ajax. He's surrounded by people that love Manchester United, that talk about Manchester United all the time. So I think the fact that he he knows so much about them already, and obviously, you know, who doesn't know about, you know, Sir Bobby Charlton, I think it's just one of those things where he he has obviously followed the club for a long time. He knows the history that there is. He knows the legacy that there is. And, you know, he knows that there's been plenty of Dutch people that have come to the club and had great success there as well. But I don't think he wants that pressure on his shoulders because that's another thing that I asked him. And he was like, well, we'll see again what happens there. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, another thing I thought was really interesting was obviously everybody's excited about transfer windows everybody always is excited about transfer windows but he made a point I think twice about the fact that 
previously to this season, we'd come second. So his attitude is there's actually a squad of players already here that he believes he can get the best out of. And then who knows? Yeah, that was when we asked him about how important is it that the players impress you over the summer? I think that was a message to the players that, yes, they absolutely have to impress him over the summer because he may have followed... Manchester United for the past couple of seasons but he's now got a different eye to it you know ever since he was announced as Manchester United manager he would have been watching those players he would have been taking you know each player and analysing them tactically and you know watching every single play in real detail. So I think when they do join up for pre-season, because um, the date is set for that, and of course they go on their uh, big tour and things like that, and he'll get to know the players, and he'll get to know what they're like, their personalities are like. But I think it's a big summer for the players, and I think it's important that they work as hard as possible to impress Eric Ten Hag. I'm sure he has his own you know, players in mind that he's already you know, looking forward to working with and things like that. So it will be interesting to see, but I think he's definitely, um, I think he will have absolutely watched them in detail and know exactly who these players are and know how much he can do with them. And I think, you know, as a, as a manager that's worked with Ajax for such a long time, I think he, he believes in himself that he can get the best out of every player that's at Manchester United. It's going to be an exciting season, isn't it? I can't wait I actually can't believe it's the end of the season already yeah. because you kind of want it to just happen now that he's been unveiled and he's started to talk about what he wants to do it's like come on let's get the yeah. pre-season going let's see what he's going to do um, it's really exciting and fingers crossed it's going to be a good season I'm sure it will be yeah but Pini you did a brilliant job uh, thank you so much and for also sharing all this with us on the podcast I'll let you go in a second one last question just for me did he smell nice he looks like he'd smell brilliant oh I don't know, Sam. I don't do well, these kind of things. Did he probably, I, like, West Brown, for example, always smells amazing. And I looked. Yeah, that's looked true. And I thought, I bet he smells good. It looks like he smells good. Do you know what? My overriding thought about the smell was the office that we were in smelled brilliant. It's not like one of those really fancy shops that you go in. So, Maybe that's um, it. Uh, do you know what? It probably is. Actually, Maybe let's give him. it to him. Yeah. Let's give it to him. He, he smells uh, like an amazing smell follows him mm. wherever he goes. So, yeah. Well, yeah, Eric Tenhart smells cool. great. Yeah. <laughs> there's, your, there's your exclusive. <laughs> well, Pete, thank you so much. Uh, for everybody listening, the podcast will continue as normal next week. We have a brilliant guest who shares some wonderful stories with us, and I'm pretty sure you'll be excited to hear him. He's, uh, what can I say about giving it away? Absolutely nothing. Oh, i tell you what. He's so good, they named him twice. You'll never work that one out. We'll see you next week. 